Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Hello, everyone. This is Laura. Here we are, and this is our third call for ESP, um, ESP Mastery Level 3. And we're going to be talking about always what are your, have been your successes, things that you have noticed, that you have done uh, in a personal or in an ESP way. Have you tapped these or not? Those are the main questions that I have. And what is going on for you? What is going on that you want support with, right? And I want to share with you something that was uh, really special and why I put that uh, that image on the Facebook page. You haven't seen if you haven't seen it. Um, we had uh, two really fabulous messages. On the one hand, I added something that talked about, you know, by Gandhi. Actually, Gandhi said. Yeah, uh, uh, you may never know what results come from your You may never know what results come from your action, but if you do nothing, there will be no results. Now, that I find very, very powerful because this is connected with something that I talk quite often, which has to do with imperfect action, right? And imperfect action is always, always better than perfect inaction. And uh, that's something that is always in my mind and it's so wonderful to remember. And at the same time, I share that with you, how it's so important to just take action. If you have a project, if there's something that you want to do, I know that Kali uh, put a post on our you know, EFP tapping buddies for everyone. And I love that she asked exactly what she wanted for the level of commitment, how many sessions, very, very clear. And one of the things that I have noticed is that when we ask for what we want, we usually get it. So it's very, very important to get clear about what are the things that we really want and define them, define them, speak of them, get clear about them and communicate them so you could actually receive an exchange. I think that is extremely powerful. How do we communicate what we want has such a powerful impact in our lives. So that's the first piece of that is like, how do we take action and really expect the best, knowing that we are here and that we're really connected and that what we put out is really gonna come back to us. So as you know, you may never know what results come from your action, but you do, if you do nothing, there will be no results. That was Gandhi, and that is, you know, aligned with like that. Taking imperfect action always leads to having, or in, you know, perfect inaction. Now the other thing to that is that I really have to share with you about the so much to do and no desire to do it. I, for some reason, and we Lada? Are very, Lada? Yes. yes. Very hard. Yes. Can you hear? Hard. It's hard to hear you. Are you not by oh, your 
You know what was going on? Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Okay, so here I go again. I wasn't speaker instead of being, even though I have the headset on, I wasn't a speaker. That was so oh, funny. yeah, this is okay. much better. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, you can hear me fine now? Yes. Okay, so for everybody that was on the call, we're four minutes in, and I'm going to repeat what I just talked about, but this is, I think it's totally worth it. And thank you so much to Donna that said that I, I had made a mistake and I was, it was very hard to hear me. So I just posted something that seems a little incongruent or like an oxymoron and, and on the Facebook page, and I'm going to, you can see it in a moment. You can see it right now. And, um, and I'll tell you why, because um, what I, I posted a beautiful quote by Gandhi that, that reads, you may never know what results come from your action, but you do, if you do nothing, there will be no results. And that is so aligned with uh, something that I say quite often that I heard many wonderful people, um, wonderful coaches and, and great people in my life say that imperfect action is always better than perfect inaction. So it goes very much aligned with that. And with, I also wanted to mention that I noticed that Collie put a post on the uh, EFT Bodies for Everyone and not only I really appreciated that post, but also that it was very specific. We talked about what was it that she wanted and, you know, what, what was the level of commitment and what it would involve and what she's, who she is, what she's willing to provide. And I think it's just so powerful to just express what we want, get clear about it, and communicate it so we can really receive, right? That's the, the second piece is that getting clear about, about what we want, communicating it, and remaining open to receiving. I think it's, it's fabulous, a fabulous, fabulous package. And together with that, uh, because of many reasons, like one of the reasons is that I have, I mean, going, going, going uh, for the last six, seven days, and it's Friday, and this weekend I'm taking a little bit of time off from the computer and continue to get stuff done. And I love the minions. There's something about the minions that I just find them hilarious and sweet and and just completely goofy and silly. So I put that so much to do and no desire to do it. So I'm really looking forward to just not getting, you know, just getting time off, which I think it's, you may know it, the message may, may be uh, a little oxymoron. It's, uh, it's really congruent in the sense of that turtle energy that we talked about. It's not about being the hair. It's about really taking step after step and action after action so we can really achieve our goals. And I think that that's such a, such a, um, a nice incongruent imaging. I, I just saw it and I had to share it. So with that said, I'm so thrilled that Donna is here with us. And I want to hear what has been working this week. Have you been able to tap even you know, on your own or with somebody else? And as well as what is it that you may need some support? Is anything that either doesn't make sense or that you just have questions, which I think is wonderful. So uh, give me one second. And what's going on here? Okay. You can hear me now, right, Donna? Yes, I can. Wonderful. So I'm all ears. Any time that you would like to start sharing, I'm all I'm all here for you. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. So uh, a lot of things going on. 
for me this week, but um, around this work particularly. Um, so I had my third session with a that practice client that I've been working with, um, and we didn't end up doing matrix three and printing. I ended up uh, using the the what if tapping with her. Mm -hmm. um, or, because something else came up, and um, I said to her, we could continue, you know, on the theme that we've been working with with the matrix or imprinting, or we can address this, which seems to be very present for you. And it seemed like something that would be, you know, better suited to that. So I know you and Stefan say you practically use matrix or imprinting exclusively, but. It was a good opportunity to practice another technique, um, and she, I think she found it effective. She, um, not having kind of done that oh, <laughs> um, switch uh, before, it was a little bit uh -huh. concerning to her. She said, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but she but she did see she got it. You know, like oh, um, that 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 doubt in her, that holding back. Um, so that was a good opportunity, and she wants to continue to um, be a practice client. So, you know, even though we've got these sessions, she wants to keep going. So that's great. Um, and then so the you ended, thing, you did you you did do a couple of matrix sessions with her, and the third one was different. Is that true? Right. So the third one Fabulous. was different. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. But she said she is finding it helpful um, that not like in a specific way that she could point to and say, oh, now this is different, but just in general, she feels different in, um, in her anxiety level, I think. Um, you know, the one thing, Donna, first of all, congratulations on having your third session with the same person and also to try something else when, you know, it just presented itself that it was a better idea. And I think it's fabulous because it is true. I, as I mentioned last time, I do use Matrix uh, pretty much exclusively, but many times something else is going on and I just do, you know, kind of like regular tapping with a lot of different things that I add to it, but it not necessarily a straightforward Matrix session. So I think it's so important to have a different strategies and techniques that you can use, you know, and tools. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so it's good to have an opportunity to practice that. Um, yeah. And then, then um, Guy-Len and I did a, a second practice session uh, this time where she was the practitioner and I was the client, which was so helpful. Um, I really appreciate her you know, the breadth of her knowledge in Matrix 3 and printing since she's worked with you guys for so long. And, um, right. So I really, she, she was both doing a session with me and kind of instructing along the way, stopping and pointing out, you know, this is important to do here and this point in the session. And that was just um, amazingly helpful. So, Wonderful. Uh, so you you probably your KA was like really thrilled, right? Yes, yes. Like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I see. You know, I remember that they mentioned that, but now I see how it really works. And, um, <laughs> That's fabulous. 
Yeah, particularly uh, the, the particular place that really um, was important that that she highlighted was how the uh, adult the the adult client is feeling about the um, inner child, and yes. and I think in the sessions I've done so far, certainly with Gilam, but I think with those my other practice clients, I, I haven't really checked in on that piece. And she was showing how important it was. And when she asked me that, I really saw that um, my adult was feeling like my inner child had brought the situation that we were dealing with on herself. Like, mm. wasn't all that, com- you know, she was compassionate that it was a hard situation, but there was a little bit of, you know, but you, you brought this on. So that, I saw how important it was to then tap through that and um, actually come to full compassion for right, yeah. So that was really and that is really that was actually so interesting because it's something that sometimes Stefan doesn't do, and I always do it, like um, throughout, but mostly um, in the beginning, the very beginning when you, we connect. Right? Is that when you were working on it? Like, how does the adult, as seeing the child, feels about that child, or did right. it come up later in the session? No, it was before, yeah, it was after we, I talked about the situation, but before we got to the, I think it was before we got to the tapping with the inner child. Perfect, she, yes. Yeah, so that the inner yes. child could really trust the adult. Exactly, yes. That makes so much sense because it's, it, do you see how important it is? Because otherwise that could be interfering in the inner child feeling, you know, fully supported and and connected. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That is wonderful. Say that again. Sorry. Yeah, I was just agreeing. It was truly wonderful. Yeah. And is there anything that... Um, are you getting, how are you moving forward? Are you getting more familiar? Does it make sense? Do you notice how, um, I, I've never had the sense that it's getting a, like mechanic or repetitive, but uh, I know that that was a, a slight concern of yours, right? Well, yeah, I have not yet had the experience of going, doing Matrix and having an, an event that involves um, an Inner, uh, internal parent that um, we've already talked about. So that's kind of where I'm like, how is that? You know, like, have we, have we resolved that internal parent or just that internal parent in that particular situation? I, I just Right, and that's, that a very, that's a very good question. Yes, I, that's a very good question. And you are going to notice that sometimes, uh, depending on, on so many factors, but for example, if depend okay, so one of the things that depends on is the timeline. Is this event before or after the event that you worked on uh, previously? That's a very important component. And also, how much is the client truly allowing that internal parent to change? Mm-hmm. And it took me quite a while. I worked with somebody as you know, my coach, uh, exchanging sessions. 
I think it was at least three months before I allowed, well, let's say in sessions, probably at least six sessions until I allowed my internal dad to change. I was I was too upset. I was too angry. I I hadn't expressed all of the emotions that I had to express, and and address so much heal enough healing that would I would allow that transformation to happen. So I understand that there's times that um, that it, you know, and and in some instances I would allow some changes, but it was more of an imaginary death than my actual internal death. I don't know if that makes sense. It was almost like I created a a, um, a clone of my dad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so it, in order to kind of give some resolution to the session, you know, like if you're not really ready to let the internal parent heal, how does the session come to a close? Well, I have had clients that are really not going there. They just, for a variety of reasons, uh, it could be that there's still so much frustration, that's one, or so much anger with the parent. Uh, another piece is that there's so much, because that frustration and that anger can actually interfere with having, with creating an environment where there is forgiveness. And I'm not even talking about forgiveness for, to the, towards the parent. It may look like forgiveness towards the parent, but there's an internal turmoil that has a sense of self-punishment. And, I, and I'm going to explain this further in the sense of if there's a person that has been abused and there's a total subconscious part of this person, and it makes literally no sense that they would feel like in any way they deserve these or because they're so angry, they feel like they don't fully resolve, deserve to have resolution. Then one of the things that could happen is that there's a there's a piece of a part of themselves that will not allow themselves to have a loving parent. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if that is the case, enough healing needs to happen, and enough compassion needs to be developed within the person, that then the person can really receive and in an internal, an inner parent that is more loving, that is more understanding, that is more empathic, and that can truly transform. So that that is a really uh, powerful piece that sometimes um, we, you know, we don't even notice, but it's, it's there. So that's one of the reasons that somebody may not allow the inner parent to change. Mm-hmm. Another piece might be that somebody's a little bit guarded when they're feeling, so they're not fully getting in touch with the emotions present in the inner child and how much that inner child needs a parent. Um, so I, I, in though any of those instances, I tap directly on the resistance and that, that it's okay. I just honor whatever is in the moment. Um, to bring resolution, to answer that question, Donna, what I have done many times is that if they say no, it's like you know, no, you know, I understand it intellectually, emotionally, I cannot allow for that to happen, mm-hmm. and it hasn't happened a lot, but it has happened. Mm-hmm. So I invite the person to consider who would be. We're gonna. I said I always give an invitation. We're gonna create somebody, an adult that is gonna be present for this child that is feeling not taken care of, or neglected, or really upset, and. What? Who would it be? 
who can you think of? It could be a relative. It could be a teacher. It could be a light being or an angel if that works for you. Who would it be that could be there for this child? So this child is not left alone. And I'm aware that it's not fully bringing resolution because the parent is still remains like the abusive, you know, parent that they are internally. But it's starting to have some healing because that child is not fully, is not alone and fully in the pain. And I have done that quite a few times where it says, okay. And sometimes I would just say, okay, can we give this child a loving parent? That may or may not look like your actual parent, and that's okay. So it's bringing alternatives in a way that the child is not left alone and that there's somebody loving that could actually provide what they need. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the pieces that I, that I do. Um, does that bring up any other question, or that, that, does that make sense, Donna? Um, it does make sense. Um, I am, am embarking on another practice client, um, but she's somebody I know very well, and I kind of know her history. So uh-huh. I don't want to, like, I, I want to be really open to however the sessions go for her, but it would not surprise me if it took quite a while for yeah. her to, you know, get there with the parent that she has had such a hard time with. So I wanted to know, what do I do, uh, you know, at the end of that session where I can't tie it all neatly up and say, whoop, you know, good, cleared that up because she won't. I'd love it if she is ready, but I don't think she will be. It's been a long time. Right. Well, if is he someone that has done... Uh, some coaching or therapy before? She's done a lot of therapy. Um, she, ha- We've done some tapping, um, and she, but really more on current day things that are bothering her. Um, okay. She's got some deeper work that she really needs to do. She's not in, she's not in talk therapy right now, but she was for many years. Okay. Wonderful. And so what I would do is when with someone that you anticipate taking longer, and and this is always great to do regardless, but when you really have a sense that the person you're going to be working with is more of a long-term, you know, long-term we're talking about maybe 10 sessions. It's not like, you know, or 15 sessions. Uh, And and, uh, I would just prepare the person. And I would just take it easy and just one do one small step at a time. I think yeah. I mentioned this before. I I started um, with a new client about two months ago. We've had five sessions. And we have been able to complete a full matrix reimprinting uh, in the fifth session. But before that, you know, when I first attempted it in our second session, she was, I mean, just the idea of connecting with her inner child and the impact that that connection had took the whole the whole session. Mm. Now, that was huge for her. She pretty much cried the whole session, would, of course, tap the whole session. 
And it was so powerful. I mean, she, this, this client has been so incredibly grateful. And I did share with her every time I share in every, okay, there's two important things whenever we talk about tapping and we have, uh, we have touched upon these in the training, but it's always great to remind, uh, to remember, which is the reason that we, why are we doing this? Where, you know, and to recognize, okay, let's just take a, just take a, a general note of like where you are when it comes to uh, anxiety. Are you feeling, you know, low? Are you like beating yourself up? Whatever the key symptoms might be, what is this person wanting to address? That's why the first session is so powerful in that sense. What is it that this person is coming for? What is it that they would like, they would like to achieve? The first session is a very is like creating a plan and developing these like where this is where they're now and you get a few numbers. So let's say you know if you're going if you're feeling very anxious, you're feeling really angry, you're feeling like things are not working, whatever it might be. How intense are those feelings? And where would you like to be? Get a, get a sense, a vision. Help them create. I have no idea. Well, let me help you see what would it be like if you didn't have these feelings, if you were not anxious at an eight all the time, or if you're not worried about your children, whatever the case might be, what would your life look like? Let's just, let's just look at it together, almost like if we had a, um, a special lens that allowed us to see into the future when these issues are mostly resolved, what would your life look like? And the idea is that these sessions that you're going to do, you're going to, uh, try, you know, you're going to travel together are going to be the bridge. You're building a bridge. And just like building a bridge, it's not like you do it overnight and you are just putting one brick at a time and you're seeing, wow, okay, so you were at an eight, now you're like at seven, six and a half. Do you see how we're building these together? You know, through these sessions, this is what's happening. And sometimes, you know, you're building a bridge and you put 10 bricks and then three fall down. Okay, that's all right. There's more bricks to to put there. Maybe we have to build something up first in order for those bricks to stay in place. But I always find that it's so powerful to continuously remind them, what is it that you're doing together? Because once uh, there's a relief in one of the symptoms, they forget, they, they forget they had them, especially to the intense they had them. It's, you know, so that is very, very important. And with her, I would just go very slowly, very slowly. I would say, okay, maybe the first session would be about connecting with her and her child and maybe identifying what is it this, this child is going through. It's like, do you, you know, develop, you know, Stefan actually in the first session, the only thing he does is talks about symptoms, gathers history, and identifies key memories to work on. Um, and that's a that's a great way of doing it. I do it differently, but there's no right or wrong. So if that model were easier, and then you just slowly start working on those memories, um, that would be great. Is there any particular piece that you suspect is gonna? It would be the forgiving the inner parent, or is there something else, Donna? Ask that question again. I didn't quite follow it. Yeah, are you are you concerned that she will not be able to? Uh, yeah, because I didn't say I didn't phrase it right. Is your main concern that she would not allow the internal, the inner parent to change? Uh, I am 
open to the for being able to allow the inner parent to change over time, but I, I couldn't imagine it in a single session. Okay. In that case, I, what I would do is go slowly. Where the first, you know, when you never you decide to do a matrix, make sure that you're doing one step at a time, and just the 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 healing that happens with just connecting with the inner child and providing a loving presence for that inner child, addressing whatever resistance there is or whatever you know view the adult has of the inner child, that in itself can be a whole session. Mm-hmm. And if the inner child is very present in that memory, you could just discuss, as the person is just tapping through the points, the concept that even though this is a memory that is based on her history, that this memory lives within her, and just like that inner child lives within her, that inner parent also lives within her. And just like she can provide support and loving attention and help to that child, she could also allow that inner parent to transform a bit. I mean, that is a whole, like almost like a whole education piece. And that may be really powerful in order for her to allow that shift to take place. It may not be just a couple of sentences in the middle of a session, but something that could have that may have to do with a preparatory session prior to the matrix or within just that first piece of the matrix. Mm-hmm. Can you see that happening? Um, yes. Yeah. Because then it's, you know, it's just knowing that it's, it's going to take a little time and that it's going to be very important that she is, she's very reassured that this is not about forgiving the parent. This has nothing to do really with the actual parent. It's about this, you know, providing that inner child with a different experience and knowing that, uh, you know, this inner child is supported and loved. So that's, yeah. Any other comment or question, Donna? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Great. And if something comes up, I'll definitely come back to you. But huge, huge congratulations on all your, you know, you're moving forward. And and, and I would hope that at some time soon uh, you start considering in charging, even if it's a little bit to these people. Your practice clients. Are you almost ready to take that step? Um, well, I did get a client, but not a matrix screen printing client, but I'm very proud to now have a paying tapping client. Yay. So. Yay. Yay. All right. so Yay. I don't know if I don't know if it will be these specific ones, but maybe no more free practice clients. Maybe if I just want more yes. practice clients that they'll just be at some small price. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's what I would like. Even if it's, you know, again, even if it's like, you know, $10, $20 a session, whatever feels right to you, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully more, but definitely even a small commitment is better than no, you know, no commitment and, re- and, and uh, you know, uh, the value of what you're offering is huge. So that's, I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Of course. 
And I think, Emily, you're here, right? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. Now I can. Oh. Wonderful. Yes. So, I'm so, sorry. so good to hear your voice. Well, thank you. We had last Friday, I was at a conference, and today, about an hour before I came here, there were some crises on my unit. I had to wrap that up before I came out to the parking lot in my car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that no, that makes a lot of sense. I'm glad that you could make it, and uh, yeah, and I would love to hear how it's going for you. Any successes at all about tapping, even if it's your own tapping, or if you have worked with anybody, and uh, any yeah. questions you have? Yeah. So. Um, and I know this is sort of bending the rules here. I did tapping with my my spouse. <laughs> um, <laughs> she really wanted some. Because she has a lot of um, chronic pain issues like fibromyalgia. She has some old, not to go into it too much, but she has some old injuries that, you know, along with the fibro and blah, 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 blah. So, um, you know, even just sitting in a chair, a lot of different things wow. can hurt. So, um, I mean, she's not, you know, like on disability or anything. She works full time. But, you know, this is just something that she's learned to live with but would always love to feel better. So she um, knew that it would be helpful to me to be able to practice something with her. So she, she, there was one part of her like around her rib and back area that was acting up more than, you know, it was screaming a little more than other areas. So, um so this is not complex or anything. We did some basic tapping and so her initial number was six. And (laughs) this is a really cool thing that happened though, because so then it went down to four and three and two. And then she said, Oh my gosh, because she's actually kind of a skeptic. She's a Reiki master. um, And has been told she has magic hands. She said, (laughs) she's great with Reiki. But I, you know, she's a little resistant, um, probably just because it's me, with um, historically with tapping, and but she wanted to be helpful. So she um, she lives with a lot of pain, so it was a, a six, which she probably just kind of lives with chronically, uh, maybe typically yeah. a five, six. So then it went down, and she, and I know this was real with her, she started to just lightly chuckle at one point, and she said, well, I'll be damned if it doesn't feel like I have a hot pack on that part of my body, you know, on her ribs. Yeah. And she said, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, we did a couple more rounds. And it actually went down to a one and then almost a zero. And she was able to sleep better that night. Wow. Yeah, so that was, and we did 730. So bedtime was, you know, like 1030. So that was good. Wow. That's fabulous. That's really, that's a huge success. And the reason that we suggest not to do it with your spouse is because, I mean, there's so many reasons, right? Is that sometimes because of that skepticism, it's you. Sometimes you just, you know, some one of you is not taking it too seriously or you don't, you're not totally honest because you want to help the other. There's so many components. But a six to a one for her, she was probably thinking it was a miracle. It. She did. And the thing is, she's, you know, it didn't like fix pain everywhere, but it was helpful enough to her that she could sleep better. And believe me, she's not gonna, she's not not gonna fluff it for me and say that it's a one if it's really 
something else, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's awesome. So that was, yeah. that was good. And then the other thing was that yesterday, <laughs> so I have these, they're called trauma quarterly meetings. Um, and this, I've been going to those for years. So it's kind of like a bunch of providers get together. We probably had, well, probably had 30 people in the room. And it's quarterly. And so there's the person in charge is kind of a big dog in the state. And she always brings uh-huh. in. Emily, one, one thing. There's something, I don't know if it's, there's something that is like rubbing against your phone or microphone. Can you oh, see? I'm, Can you? No, no. You don't, don't be sorry. I'm just curious if you're aware of something that is, oh. let's see, talk again. Is that better? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was Thank touching you. it but way on the outside, so sorry about that. No, no, um, no problem at all. So so her speaker canceled, so what she wanted to do was to, because it's a, a, it's a meeting made up of clinical providers, treatment providers. Uh-huh. So she wanted people to bring their kind of um, trauma-informed, trauma-sensitive interventions to share, and she had previously informally asked me if I would share about just a little bit about tapping, but then she never confirmed it. And so she comes up to me, like, right before the meeting starts and said, oh, do you think that, you know, there's, like, four people that are going to be talking. But she said, do you think you should <laughs> take some time to talk about tapping? And, you know, I ended up having the floor for 30 minutes. And um, I was the only person I got applause at the end. So that was Wow. We, so actually... And so these are all clinical people. Um, we did that kind of very introductory. I, you know, talked about the history of EFT and what it is, why we do it, where did it come from, um, how it's related to some other things like, you know, uh, acupuncture, acupressure points and all of that kind of thing. And then did just very basic, like a group tapping thing on like physical pain. You know, because we nearly all yeah. of us are, we're not 12. We all have something that kind of aches. So um, so I feel like this is a room full of people uh, that are pretty honest. I mean, nobody had a nothing response. Nobody's number went up, and pretty much everyone had some positive experience from that and their number going down. And, and then afterwards, she gave me really nice feedback. She said, you know, that was really fabulous, and you have really good presentation skills, you should keep doing that. So that was nice. Yay. Woohoo. Wow. And that was on the fly. I can't believe it. It was on the fly. <laughs> Congratulations. Now did you feel like a million bucks or were you super like you know anxious about it? So here's what happens for me. Anytime somebody asks me impromptu, you know, to, to do something like that, even if I feel like it's a good topic for me. <laughs> I will literally talk about a mind body connection. I'll literally feel so anxious and I'll feel like sick. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, after I'm doing my own secret tapping under the table, (laughs) (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm okay. And I'm good to go. So good. good. And people came up after questions. And I also, I just want you to know, because this is real, when pe- people are always curious when they have a good experience with me, they want to know where I got my training, and so I tell them that. Great, thank you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, that's that's one thing that we're doing. We're organizing the web, you know, spring and fall, believe it or not, because <laughs> dates is crazy. But yeah, yeah, absolutely, Emily. Thank you so much. But I, I love it that you had such a wonderful response from everybody, and uh, and that you know they're and they're open to it. So it would be so powerful for them to even know the basics. You know, I mean, it, this is the one thing that I was talking with somebody recently about. Um, energy psychology and they were talking about EMDR and they mentioned tapping and I said I, I heard great things about EMDR and that it really does work and it's great. There's one huge piece in my, you know, the way that, that I see it is that one, it's, it's pretty hard to do it on one's own. But to me, it's not as empowering. And two, is with tapping, it's almost impossible for you to have somebody be re-traumatized just by tapping, you know, like it either doesn't do anything or it just calms the nervous system down, but it will never re-traumatize someone. And so to me, even teaching the basic, just the basic points and say, whenever you're stressed, whenever you're upset, whatever you feel like you're going to do something that you don't want to, you know, it's not the best for you, just tap, just tap through the points and you can, you don't have to say anything, you don't have to do anything. You can just breathe and tap and, you know, just give it five minutes and see if you notice any difference. Uh, and I think that that in itself could be extremely powerful for your your population if they're open to it, right? And especially to talking with all these uh, providers because if they know that they cannot cause any harm and it could ha- potentially have a positive effect, why not, right? Yeah, and, and yes, and two patients heard about this because I'm on this integrative medicine committee. So now two patients on our unit, um, women, want me to to do the kind of basic recipe with them. So that's nice. Yeah. So uh, now that there you go, there you have your, your practice people. Yeah. Great. Congratulations. Woo. Lots to yeah. celebrate today. Is there any what what can I help you with? What are what are the questions or comments or things that you would like support with? So um I know it's I'm I'm in a better place and I haven't done it yet, but in terms of setting up, you know, phone sessions with people like through the Tapping Buddies Facebook page. Um yeah. I know I know I am, I'm having a little block there with thinking about um, engaging, and we talked about that before, so I just need to just do it. And then another colleague of mine, she she wants to, I mean, she's serious about it. She wants to meet, you know, outside of work to, to do some tapping. So that's another in- opportunity. But I, I know I just need to, like, you know, just kind of, jump in feet first and and set up a session with somebody over the phone. I just like to so, see people. Yes, no, and, and we talked about that. So, okay, I'm just going to invite you to tap as I talk and I give you ideas. That's tap. So, and the reason that I do that is because I'm interested in your mind to, you know, to get the information but your body as well because I know that this brings up a little discomfort and resistance for you. And I want to acknowledge that it is true. It is a little tricky. 
uh, it's not what you're used to, and it's not your preference. So all of that is true, and it's just part of the equation. Um, so this is what I would suggest, is that I think that starting with your colleague that you would actually be working more in person sounds like a great idea. And then if at some point, let's say, you know, this is, we're coming to a perfect time for these, for everybody. I want to share these because with winter coming, let's say that you have a session with someone and you set up a time, but then there's a snowstorm. Well, you can be home and you can connect on the phone or you can connect on Skype and have a session. And that could be a great bridge for instead of saying, oh, we have to cancel. Right. That would be a really good opportunity that I, I hope that it presents itself. <laughs> and if not, that you can invite. Um, but that would be the other bridge that I would like you to to do is that at some point uh, say, okay, we're having an in, pre- in person. Would you be willing to help me, you know, develop more comfort and do a Skype session? So you're seeing each other, right? You're getting the the uh, feedback and the the image cl- uh, clues and cues that you're used to, but you're remotely. So that's one step, right? And, yeah. And then, and then with that person that you already have certain cues and you develop more of a, a connection, maybe then go into the phone. So it doesn't have to be like us going straight into the phone. It's just a, a slow building that bridge again. Right. That would be my invitation. Yeah. Um, the one thing I noticed this week is that Collie put a post on the Tapping Buddies for Everyone, and she was very, it was so cool to see, and that would be, this would be my other invitation, is that you check in with yourself and notice what is it exactly that you want. Would you, would you like, because this is a very important question, would you like three months, six months, a year from now to actually work with people on the phone? Is that something that uh, if you hold, you know, if you put your resistance and discomfort aside, is that something that appeals to you at all or not? Yeah. Um, well, I want to have clients and I guess my my thinking about practicality keeps you know always comes in where yeah I've checked into you know renting it's so expensive to rent um space like or to join a practice and rent space um yeah. and it makes me want to really like the phone idea <laughs> I am totally with you absolutely yeah yeah Completely. So I hear that the the answer is yes. The answer is that you would like to feel comfortable and provide, you know, a great service on the phone or remotely, let's call it. You know, it could be Skype, it could be uh, on the phone. Um, So if that is your desire, then what I would highly recommend is, like, build that bridge for yourself. And when when, uh, you're ready to have that first phone conversation, um, just tap before and say, even though I may totally suck because I cannot get my physical cues and I may not know what is going on and I'm just going to be completely lost, I would like to forgive myself. This is a practice session. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to do it right. This is just for me. And maybe you can set it up with someone that 
maybe you can do it with your spouse. Let's just do it on the phone and see how it goes. Or with, yeah. a, you know, with a friend or someone, you know, uh, in a way that you get, you know, you just let go of that, the tension that is built from the not knowing. You know what I mean? Because that, I think that that is bringing in uh, a huge piece that can really interfere with you doing your best work. Yeah. I I can see I can see where once people can kind of get over the hump that the appeal of doing that. I mean, I I get it. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, for so many years I've I've done everything in person. Mhm. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, Emily, what I would recommend is that going back to uh Coley's post what I would invite you to do is like write down on paper, on the computer, on a document, whatever you want, what is it exactly what you would like? Would you like to work with someone, you know, now you're going to have a colleague, would you like to work with someone, uh, let's say five sessions, ten sessions, and on one particular issue, and you want it to be on Skype, no matter where they're located, you would like to work on Skype, or would you prefer someone that you meet in person and then you choose to work on Skype? So there's maybe some, you know, there's people in your area. Um, how, you know, what is it that you truly want? And put it out there. And say, my, you know, my first preference is to just meet in person. And if that doesn't work, to do Skype sessions. Is somebody interested in doing these? Uh, and I want a commitment of these. And, and I want to specialize in whatever it is your interest. So whoever has issues or knows of somebody that has issues in this area, I would be very happy to work with that person or exchange sessions or, you know, however you want to word it. Um, my, I have to tell you, when I, I also worked in person, you know, before I started coaching, I worked at a mental health clinic uh, for over 15 years. It was all in person. I had never worked on the phone. And initially, it was, it was uncomfortable. I, and to me, actually, for me, I have to admit, Skype is worse than the phone. And the reason why is that it's really odd to see the person but to see yourself because then there's this whole other component of, like, how, you know, like having to get rid of the, the image of who, you know, where I am in the picture and that whole thing and just being present for the person. Um, sometimes it's wonderful to just connect and say hi on Skype and then we just take the video off. Uh, and just forget about it. Um, or, or I have another trick because I'm always taking notes when I'm with clients as I am right now. Another piece is that I get off the Skype window so I can see them in a small window and I put it next to the camera so I'm looking at them in the eye, which is also a very important thing. And uh, have you ever used Skype, by the way? Um, no, just, you know, I've been at somebody's house and they were using it to connect with family. Um, the, I, is, I don't know if Skype is better now because there used to be this awful kind of delay. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not. If, do, if both people have a decent Internet connection, it can, it's perfect. This oh. week I actually connected in Skype to Spain and South America and Central America throughout uh, doing little interviews, and uh, and I... It's like no, no delay at all. And the worst case scenario is that the image starts getting a little funky, and I just cut the video, and we just talk, and it's perfect. 
Mo- I would say 90% of the time. There's always those exceptions. But, uh, no, it's great. It's absolutely great. The key is to have a good Internet connection because it's, you know, over, over the, you know, Wi-Fi or Internet. So that's the important piece that both okay. of you do. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's free to download. It's completely free. You can just download it and play with it. And uh, that would be something that I would invite you to, to look into. Because you're absolutely right. This is something that, as we said many times, because the EFT community is used to, uh, you know, doing it remotely and finding coaches in a remote way, um, then you you don't have to be in presence, and that means that you also can have clients that are, you know, as long as they speak English, they can be anywhere in the world, basically. Yeah, you know, I, I know. Have work. Go ahead. Amazing. No, I was just going to say that's that's amazing that you could work with people halfway around the world. It is, and it's really cool because then people, you know that people are choosing you when they have like millions of options, and that you know you have you have a connection and you work together, and it's very powerful. Uh, and the other piece that I wanted to mention is that um, because you're a licensed um, clinician. One of the things I don't, you know, I don't take insurance, but one of the things that I have done, and certain plans actually uh, allow these, is to go out of network, and I just give a receipt, and they get, you know, third-party payment. I don't receive it. It would just be a reimbursement for them, you know. So I know that that, that is something that I don't know if you're considering doing or not. Yeah, so you don't have to mess with insurance at all? Oh, no, I mess with no insurance, lady. I mess with plenty of insurance, and I paid my dues. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. So, no. I mean, I know what, not to get too off topic, but I know that um, in this day and age now, uh, people have higher and higher deductibles, too. So some people are, some clients are motivated to, like if they have between 3000 and $5,000 for a, you know, a yearly deductible, that they're motivated to, whittle that down until um, and then they'll want you to be in their network so that it will get covered. Right. So the thing is if EFT is generally more efficient theoretically they wouldn't have to see you for months and months. That long. Exactly. Yeah, that is true. And I would say I I would change that from Years to years to to possible weeks or months. That's the translation I would do. Yeah. Because you know, if you, if you ask a normal person, I mean, both Stefan and I have been in some sort of therapy or you know coaching for over twenty years, and with EFT, it's you know a few months, and that's the translation, right? So yeah, especially people that are really interested in getting to a really good place, not just addressing. Um, you know, just well, addressing one issue could be a few sessions, of course, you know, if it's a very focused uh, piece. But that's very, very important, actually. It's really, it's really key. And they call going, you know, allowing to go out of network and being, uh, and getting the client to get reimbursed. So that's, that's an option. Or to just work with you out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So, ladies, it's just the two of you. Any other questions or comments about anything that you can potentially ask me, I'll be happy to answer. 
Oh, I did not know it was only the two of us. It is. It, well, no, it's Donna and you and I, the three of us, actually, I should say. That's more accurate. Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't know what happened with Ghislaine and um, the rest of the of the tribe, but, uh, yes, just the two of you. So you have well, almost an ex- exclusive. <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. I, I wanted to offer to Emily or that you might also, when you're thinking of um, how you would want to do video calls, um, or internet calls to look into Zoom, Z-O-O-M, Zoom.us, which is what I use. Um, it's a little bit different than Skype, but has the similar functionality, except that you're not calling people over phone numbers, um, so you can just provide people with a link, and they and then they just click the link, and they can get into a room with you. So it's and how do you how do, yeah oh so it, it's it's Zoom free as well or you have to pay Donna for um, you can have unlimited one-on-one calls but if you're going to do group calls the free uh, group calls are limited to 40 minutes and and if oh, you want I see. To, so if you had regular group calls that you wanted to do online then it's like 15.99 a month. <clears throat> And you can just pay for a month. So if you know, oh, I'm going to do a group webinar next month, you can just pay for that month and then cancel it again. So occasionally I do that. Great. So you could actually, if you're doing, so you could just sign up for free and you use it one-on-one. And if you're leading a group, you can sign up, you can just pay for that month or that couple of months that you're leading your group and then you just, that's it. And and for the month, you have unlimited group set, uh, options. Yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah. That's wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just another thing to look at. Yeah, and what I did here, I have to tell you, because what's going on for me is that right now I'm organizing, uh, um, I'm actually like gathering uh, experts for my uh, Spanish online summit. And uh, so I've been interviewing people all over, as I mentioned earlier. And some people told me that the one thing that is better about Zoom is that because, and I don't don't ask me about the technicalities, but somehow it's not connected with your personal internet and more connected with what the cloud is. So I guess that you have a better reception or better connection even when the the internet is not totally great. Is that your experience, Donna? I would say when I was using Skype briefly, but it was a few years ago, it w- was not as clear. Um, okay. You know, the only time I've had a problem with Zoom was I was trying to connect to somebody who was going wireless over her phone on the top of a mountain. She barely had connection. You know, like right. <laughs> you can't expect it to overcome everything. But otherwise, um, I've used it internationally, and it's been very good. Perfect, perfect. That's, yeah, that's a wonderful. I didn't know. I thought that Zoom you had to pay no matter what. Uh, yeah. And that's why I recommended Skype. But, no, that's a great – because I did hear great things about it. Yeah, that's wonderful. So, so you, there you go. So can yeah. I – I'm like such like an old lady when it comes to some of this IT stuff. So with with Zoom or with Skype, um, so you get – you know, you download the app, and then you go on mm-hmm. it, and you probably create an account, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you just, so if you manage to hook up with somebody for 
you know, as a client, then you just send them the link, and then how do they connect with you? Go um, ahead, Donna, because you're an expert. On Zoom, I can. I really use Skype very little because um, I never liked negotiating the phone numbers and getting people onto my contact list. It aggravated me. So with Zoom, it's not. It's a small download um, because it is mostly in the cloud. And you can do it on your phone. You can do it on your computer. Um, and so when you send them a link, it's going to, the first time they're going to have a little bit of download too. They don't have to set up an account, um, but they do. You know, there's going to be a little bit of download. And then every time you do go into it, it, it asks you if you want to launch the application. You know, that's it because it, you're going up to the cloud. Okay, and you just click on yes or whatever. Yeah. And you go into your room and then you can you can record it, you can um you know, turn the video on and off, you can let the client record it so you don't have to send it to them later. They can already have it. You know, there's a there's a bunch of options. Oh, okay. So that's that's very helpful. And just so one other question about that. Can you um um can I use that on my iPad? Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you yeah. have wireless, yeah, if you have a wireless yeah. connection, you can use it. Right. So, okay. All right. So that's easy. I would just always be well, do it. You know, I know when you're away from home, the problem is you use up your data. <laughs> Unless you have unlimited uh, data. And so right. you want to <laughs> Yeah, you would want to only use it where you were in a wireless um, space so that you were uh, connected wirelessly and not using data. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you can what you can do, Emily, if you're in a place, let's say that you're at a friend's house or whatnot, and they you can actually connect into their Wi-Fi, and then that way you're not using data at all. You know, you can be in a hotel and use whatever Wi-Fi they have. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that most of the time I would – want to do that at home. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd be on your, on your home Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. So that's ah, I can hear <laughs> that some enthusiasm there. That's awesome. Yeah. No, and because the other thing is, you know, my, so my wifey, Sue, she's, she's about almost 10 years older than I am. And she, we figured out that she can retire in 16 months. We both work for the state. And, um, you know, she would just put off, of course, she couldn't receive Social Security yet, but she could start getting her pension. And, um, you know, she's got me all excited. She's like, just think, you'll, you know, because the joke about how everyone needs a wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, yes. Wife, right? She, Honey, you know, your meals would be cooked. I would, the house would be clean. So, you know, just focus on, like, private practice things, and then you're not going to have to work another 11 years. We only want you to work another six years, and then you're out. <laughs> so right. I, That's great. No, but this relates to this because it would be, and I'm kind of a homebody anyway, it would be kind of dreamy for me to be able to, um, I just, I kind of resent the idea about having to rent space. So to be able to be in my own home, and to be able to, you know, do sessions with people 
being very helpful to them and earning money at the same time is kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's absolutely fabulous. Yeah, go ahead, Donna. Oh, I was just going to say, and if you, you know, don't even want to do a technical practice session with a practice client, you could do a just a technical session with me, like set up Zoom, send me a, a link at an arranged time. We could go on and I can talk you through the different features, things like that. So that would be helpful. You're really, really helpful. Um, that would be great um, yeah. because there's nothing like frustrating someone because they can't connect with you, you know. You have all the right. IT. So. Yeah, you, you don't want to be figuring it out on the same session that you're trying to actually work with somebody. So, yeah, get the glitches out of the way so you feel right. comfortable. Yeah, I so like last year um, – I was going to be trying to rent space and doing like what's called a healing trauma group. It's a, it's a Stephanie Covington treatment model. And I was very excited about that, except for that I would barely clear any money because of the expense of renting this lovely space at a private practice. I was just trying to work different things out. Like um, they may call on me if, um, you know, there's someone they can't, the other practitioner, practitioners just for psychotherapy, like if they can't um, meet with someone for some reason or if they needed some on-call, they talked about calling me. Um, and, and it's a beautiful place, right? But I just cannot believe what people have to pay um, to yeah. go work. Um, it's kind of that yeah. whole thing of paying for – you know, paying for daycare that people are going to work so they can pay for their children's daycare. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. I had a, a co-worker that actually pretty much pay, earned what he had to pay in childcare. Absolutely. And that's why locally, and I don't know if you have, um, some, you know, something like this, is that they're having co-working spaces. And there's one lady here that she had a baby, so she created a a co-working space for uh, where she rents offices, but he has childcare right there, and uh, it's, you know it's, it's wonderful. But uh, I completely agree; it is, it can be absolutely crazy, and then it you know brings a sense of like frustration and desperation that you need to fill out those hours because if you're paying, you don't want to just you know like have less than <laughs> bring in less than you actually uh, are paying out, right? Because the cost of maintaining and everything so yeah it just you just if you do it from home you just need a nice corner with good light so you and that you know if you want to if you want to do video and that's that's it right and then you know the other thing i know i'm asking really concrete questions um so i hope that's okay um uh but so lara when when you do you have I don't. So, how do people pay you? Do they have to? They do. do you PayPal. Do a, PayPal. Oh, just PayPal. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have two ways of paying, and one of them is through a very complex. Don't even go there. Very complex um, program that you know, it, it's a software service that you know where I gather all the leads from people that have signed up for my 
uh, my the subscription of my mini course. I mean, it, it's just complex, and they have a way of also receiving payment. But the simplest is PayPal. You just sign up with PayPal, and they take three percent. So if you charge, you know, a hundred dollars a session, then you receive ninety-seven something something like that, or or ninety-six. I don't remember exactly what. I think the percentage is three percent. I'm not positive. But um, they keep that small percentage, and you just get the rest. And then do um, you have – is that like a direct deposit thing into your account, or do you have to – It stays in PayPal, but I, I have it connected with my account, and I transfer funds to whatever account you link it with. Yeah. Oh. Basically. Yeah. And then it, it's still, like, very, very secure. Oh, God, yes. PayPal yeah. is the one that is super secure, like, you know, worldwide, so – yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. I use PayPal all the time online. If I'm buying something, I use PayPal. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. How is how is it for you, Donna? Have you are you have you considered using PayPal, or are you not ready yet? How is that? Oh no, no, I, I take money through PayPal. Um, what I haven't done is that you have a nice little widget on your website where somebody can go in and put the amount that they're paying and pay that way. I am still at a point where I send out an invoice to people. Um, I don't haven't connected it on my website, but but I do. It's easy to make an invoice, send it to their email address. Um, sometimes people pay me by check, then I don't have to pay it, PayPal anything. Um, but other right. times they pay through PayPal and it's three percent or two point nine or something. But Right, something like that. Yeah, I think it's three percent. Yeah, and the other thing is that it's true that making that widget is actually something that Stefan did, but you can actually go to YouTube. Let me tell you, this is one piece, ladies, that I know that everybody can use. I have done I have gone to YouTube. I'm not tech savvy and of course I have Stefan who's brilliant, but many times he's not available. And if I need to know how to do something, I go to YouTube and I put how do I how do I create a payment button on on PayPal? And guess what? There's always someone that has a video on how to do it. I open yeah. both screens and I go back and forth and I follow the steps. I have edited videos beautifully. I have done all kinds of great stuff just going to YouTube and asking how. Yeah. So yeah, I think that. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no problem. So so that's a really great way of, of doing it. And the other piece that I want to share with both of you is that you can also request, by the way, whenever it's um, remote sessions, I always ask for payment ahead of time. It's part of the initial conversation that I have. This is how we're going to work together. I would invite you to look at this video. You know, you can go to this page on my website. I send them the link so you can see the video. You know where the tapping points are if they haven't, you know, they haven't, learn them or, you know, they don't know about it. And uh, and I say, and you know, I hope that it's okay. I, I talk about my um, my cancellation policy, which you have to figure out one, you know, that works for you and that's congruent. And also uh, payment, that payment is actually received ahead of the sessions. Uh, so you could also, I had a lady that said, you know, I don't like doing PayPal. Can I send you a check? And I said, no problem. Absolutely no problem. Yeah, send me a check and we'll just we'll work together. So that you know that that's very easy to do as well. But uh, she needed, PayPal is easy. She needed to send that, you the check time though. That is true. That that is true. Okay. And uh, you know, 
Yeah, so she sent me the check the minute I received the check. You know, when it's local, it could take like, what, two two days. You know, on tops is like three days and you get a check. You know, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's not like you have to wait for a couple of weeks or anything like that. But you don't, you know, do you really have to um, set up a, a a website for yourself? No. No. No, you don't. No, you don't have to. So it's like you, you hard. definitely don't. How do you get no, your No, people? don't don't go there. Don't go there. How do you get yeah. your people? Well, you can go and uh like are you do you have a website, Donna? Is that something that you're you're working I, on? I or? do have no, I do have a website. I don't get people through my website. It's more right. just so that if people wanna check out check me out. There I am. I can see that I am there, but that's about it at this point on my website. You know, it's just a presentation, and it will grow. You know, as I offer more things. But no, I would yeah. say just don't leap into a website first. It's a big distraction, and if you don't, yeah. if, if you're not a technical person and don't like that, then you're going to be paying somebody else to do it, and it's you know money going out. You really, don't get people through it. <laughs> that's not how they're going to come. Yeah. Through. I think that yeah. that's a very good point. So, no, there's no need to do a, you know, it depends, you know, just start very simple. You can have if you want to, which actually these, these is, I think, something that I recommend is like, I know that you don't, you don't like Facebook much either, do you, Emily? Oh, no, actually... You know, I'm really up and down with Facebook. I um, Facebook's kind of important to me to keep up with old, old and um, no, I'm I'm fine with using Facebook. I mean, that's fine. Okay. I just don't know because what you can do is just do a, a, a business Facebook page, yeah, and uh, and that is a, that's a good way of people, for people to find you. And another thing for you that uh, is uh, psychology today. Lots of people yes. find me through psychology today, and uh, you know, so that that was when I first started. I used that. Yeah. Okay. Or you know, or different forums, different forums that you know that uh, post EFT coaches or coaches or you know, or therapy. There, you know, there's definitely different ways of doing it. Right. I know, you know, um, there's a a publication in Connecticut called The Door Opener. And it's, ah. you know, it's probably like 750 for uh, a copy of it that's probably, I don't know if it's like they publish it quarterly. I'm not sure. But it's this huge resource that you would get like at a health food store. And it's beautifully uh-huh. done. And it has, I mean, it's big into the holistic healing. And it's just got, you know, volumes of basically ads and, you know, like a, like directories for providers um, who do more kind of holistic things. So, um or not maybe less traditional, uh, although I suppose there are some just traditional psychotherapists that also advertise. But I right. find that personally, when I, maybe it's just me, when 
so it's this beautiful thing, right? And and also it tells you about, you know, like drumming circles and religious services or spiritual services. I mean, it's got everything. It's really, yeah, it's very cool. Really. When I go in to one of those and I open that up and I'm looking at all, because I'm curious, and I look at all the kinds of services that people are offering, sound healing and meditation and drumming and, you know, maybe, you know, like Reiki and acupuncture. I look at all these things. I get really overwhelmed um, because I then I start to feel like, I know this is very, <laughs> very defeatist, and I don't, I don't I totally feel this way. I'm just saying that it makes it kind of look like some of our services are like a dime a dozen. You know that the that the market is is saturated with some of these things, and people are so good about advertising. It's like, boy, if I'm an individual that's looking for something and I don't know what it is, how do I decide as a as a potential customer or client? Like, how do I decide who, like, who knows what the heck they're doing? Um, like, who's, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's oh, yeah. People are advertising no, I, out there. And that's why it's very important. One of the things that I notice in all the, in all the, uh, you know, all the coaches and therapists and entrepreneurs that I work with is that in your email or in different things that you're sending out, to say, you know, have have a 20-minute conversation with me. Let's talk how I can help you or something like that. That is very, very simple where you also, because you have to find out both as a client, as a potential client or, you know, somebody looking for a service, as well as a coach, you need, it's very important to have at least a 20-minute conversation to identify, uh, is this a person that you want to work with? Is this a person that is committed? Is this a person that you can truly help? Is this a person that, you know, whose uh, symptoms you can really address? So there's so many questions that without that, it's like, yeah. And there's a huge amount of, you know, um, people offering services. You can just, it's just, yeah, it's huge. And now more than ever, because you can, you know, it can be communicated in, in, you know, through technology in so many ways. The important piece is to realize these, and and I am very completely married to this concept. This is this is part of who I am and how my life works. There's no competition. No matter how there's somebody that could have been trained exactly with the same people that I have, that have almost like the exact same life tragic trajectory that I've had, and they're never going to offer the exact same thing that I do. And there's people that are going to resonate with my message and they're going to really want to be led and accompanied by who I am. And there's people that are going to be thrilled to be accompanied by you, by each of you, in separate scenarios. So there's really no competition and there's no need to go into a a scarcity mentality. There's plenty of people needing help. And there's something that you have to offer that nobody else can. That's just, that's the way it is. Yeah. So I'm going to invite you to consider that that way of thinking about it. No, and I am totally with that. I'm, you know, it's part of that, um, you know, we kind of get what we manifest. I have certainly experienced that. Um, so manifest all the stuff you want. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yes. 
No, I absolutely. I do think that's um, true. So it's good to hear that you don't feel like, you know, it's necessary to have a big fancy website or that kind of thing. No, no. What I would say, you know, and I and Donna, do you have any questions or something that you would like to add? Because I know that it's. Um, do you have any comments? Uh, no, I don't, I don't have any other questions. I'm good. Okay. I mean, it's, a, it's a great conversation. You know, some of the stuff I know, but it's always good to hear it again. I, I would have said the same thing that you said about uh In fact, there's years ago I did, I mean decades ago, I did a uh, a weekend, I was in a weekend seminar on having successful relationships. And the person who leads that seminar never expanded, never trained other people. So the people that were able to receive that were limited to the number of people that he could, you know, reach and get enrolled in his seminar. And that, that it, he had such important work that he was doing and he was not spreading it. So the more of us there are, the more people can get it because what we have to offer because no one of us can, you know, take care of everybody. Yes, that is very true. And what I would love to say to um, all of you is that start with the next step. So look at, you know, create a vision, create a goal that is really worthy of achieving. For example, you want to have a full practice working from home, and uh, and a full practice means what to you. So, you know, you want to have a full practice working from home, meaning that you work, you know, with people out of pocket and you see 15, 20 people a week. Whatever, whatever that looks like for you that would really work for you, have that goal and say, I would love these to be, to come true in a year, in two years. And, you know, however, I think it's really important to have that destination, that final goal, at least, you know, this the next big goal, and then almost like let it go and focus on what needs to happen in the next month, in the next week for you to know that you are in the right direction. And it could just simply be in the case of what we're discussing right now, just have one, you know, set up, let's say, you know, these weekends, set up Zoom and do a little practice with somebody else, you know, with Donna, uh, just for five minutes. It's like, oh, hi, Donna. Have a wonderful, you know, Sunday, whatever. And then that's it. Uh, and then the next step might be, okay, have a session with someone um, or, or connect with someone in person and then invite them to connect, uh, you know, via, via like a Zoom kind of session. And build on it until it gets more and more comfortable as you develop both your skills as a practitioner and your comfort with technology, just build on it. So it's like the reason that I'm saying this is that I know that we can get completely overwhelmed when it comes to technology and things, you know, it's such a, computers and technology is such a delicate and fuzzy thing. Like, you know, sometimes it works beautifully and it's just the best thing ever, and sometimes they're just finicky and you just want to throw things out the window. So um, it's important to just take it easy and to just take one step at a time. That would be my biggest, biggest recommendation this week. And 
whatever it might be, whatever goal is that you want to achieve, just visualize it, be clear, write it down in detail, be specific. How would you feel? You know, use the law of attraction in addressing how would you feel when you achieve this goal? It's really huge. And and then just say, okay, how would how would I know that I'm in the right track? What are the steps that need to happen? Yeah. No, I, that's very helpful. And, of course, my mind leaps ahead and we I won't, you know, just then there are all the things I think about. And it's fine. It's not overwhelming. I'm just wondering how you handle the, you know, you have your own, certainly your own session notes, but then how you handle, like, a contract with a client and the whole confidentiality thing and showing that you have the credentials that you do. You know, it's all that stuff people do usually do in person. So I'm just clueless well, about that. I, you know what? I have actually created a contract, and that, that I would be happy to share with the whole group what my contract is about because it has a whole section on um, on EFT, which is very important. I have created a contract that people sign and return to me over email. Um, oh. And my, yeah, and my credentials are my credentials. And, you know, honestly is that um, nobody, whenever, if somebody needs to see my degree, they, they could ask for it. I've never been asked. Well, like, um, what's the license number? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we sometimes, like if anybody wanted to actually look that up, and if they wanted to, then they know I am who I say I am. Um, Yeah, I think that there's a matter of like personal, there's a level of trust in general that I have noticed that um, I I never had anybody ask me for my, my license number or anything like that. I would have no problem giving it to them if they want to. Um, but I, I haven't had that happen. It's, it's really I, that's why I think that it's. A, I, I would invite you to to start getting your toes wet because it's a whole new way of being. There, you know, it's more of a trusting, not based on. You know, I, the reason that I have a contract and that is very very important. I, I like it and I think it's it's important. It also makes me connect and be very clear that I am a businesswoman. I provide. The service, and I am the head of my business. But um, I'm, I'm really, I, I'm, this is not a hobby for me. This is my business, so I, uh, I, I mean it, you know. Like, and I think that, like, I mean, I'm connecting and establishing a, a relationship that is based on on this document. Um, so that I find that that's a very important piece, and the trust is something that um, I, I believe just it. it it's person. I, I don't think it's ever been an issue. So, but if it's something that's coming up for you, I would invite you to notice what is it that you know that it brings up for you, right? Well, no. The, actually, the reason why I ask is because, um, yeah, I agree with everything you're saying, and um, you know, I work with a lot of people who. Like I myself purchased, just in case I went into private practice, just because it's recommended for social workers, like I have malpractice insurance. You know, right. I just things that are recommended and, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not thinking anything bad would ever happen. Um, it's just kind of prepared ahead of time for, 
anything for that what might could happen. happen. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, just that kind of thing. That um, you know, it's more of a just being prepared. And I, I fully support that. I think it's very important to do that, Emily. I think it's it's great, and and that's why you know. Um, for us, I will. You can look at my contract because I am a licensed practitioner. For Donna and everybody else that may not have a license, uh, please look at Stefan's website because he has a special disclaimer about EFT that will be very important for everybody to have um, as part of the contract or as part, you know, that you know, that agreement. I think that would be really, really crucial. Uh, because it is true, it's better to be protected. And if something happens, you're, you know, it's it's there. Why not? Why, you know, why make um, make an issue where that there doesn't need to be one, right? So that's yeah, that's very important. Absolutely. Yeah. I think sometimes it makes um, you know clients or potential clients feel better too, knowing that there's, you know, no, nobody's claiming to um, be. Able Give a miracle. It's just that you know, right. offer. You know, we're just being just being mindful of possible limitations. I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. No. No. It's it's important. It's that I I fully yeah I fully support that. So yeah, lots lots of very important questions to cover. Any last thing or because we have to come to a closure in a couple of minutes. Any any other thing that wants to comment or questions? No, I'm good. I know. I know we're out of time. And so. I'm very thrilled. I, I I have to say I'm thrilled that all of these came up because they're very important pieces of actually uh, what are the next steps, right? Because yes, you're practicing and getting uh, better at um, at the actual skills, but it's yeah, what's the next step and how do we deal with clients? How do we deal with finding clients? How do we establish that connection? All of that is really really important. And how to how to connect with them. So, how about you, Donna? Anything? Any last? No, I'm great. This has been a really good call. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Absolutely. And feel free. You know, I am checking on Facebook. So if some something comes up, or somebody that listens to this call later has a comment, or something that they want to suggest, something that has worked, or something they've done that hasn't worked, um, absolutely, let's be resources for each other. Okay. So have a, a wonderful week, and we'll connect uh, next Friday. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, You're and I very won't be welcome. on next Friday. Bye-bye. Oh, okay. Bye. Okay. But, Donna, if you have any questions, don't forget to post it, okay? I will. Thank you. Okay, big okay. hack to everybody. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.